Welcome to Lat B, the only podcast that comes with a free bandits bonus. Lat B, where MMA and UFC get silly. This is the Lat B Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back, episode 207, a weekend without a fights, but we got more than enough information, more than enough things to break down, there's been fights signed, there's been bouts agreed to, and we've been some seeing some of our favorite celebrities, maybe messing up a little bit throughout the week, maybe not, we're gonna break it down, but either way, how have you been since we last met over the uh, week? So, I guess since we've last seen them... The biggest thing that's happened in UFC or MMA was the Game of Thrones finale. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Well, it Apparently kind of was so. like a big deal. It was like a it billion was. people watched it. A really? billion. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, they expected it to be some kind of, you know, world Record. event. Yeah, I don't know. So, how do you feel with the entire outcome? Spoiler alerts ahead, I guess, or really, not? Really, this is what... To not be super cunty to the whole creative side of Game of Thrones. This is what I've. This is my complete thought of it. I would have been entirely fine with that outcome completely to the T if they gave it to me over twenty to thirty episodes. I totally agree with that. It just felt very rushed in six episodes. It was just really like, hard to watch, like Iron Man turn into Thanos in one episode. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, That's I totally what agree. What they did to us, though, I yes. I, I felt like. Ah! I felt like in a way it was just like a, I know, sorry, that I yelled to the people at home, but that was, we're still trying to get the TV working for the YouTube audience, and um, we just lost it for a second. It just, so I figured it out, it must go black if I don't, if it's not. Being used yeah, or manipulated. Yeah, there must be some kind of setting Screensaver on it. On it. Yeah. We'll end up getting through it all. It's coming along. Yeah, what do you think of the GOT? Uh, I was the, uh, the same, I felt rushed with it. If it just would have paced out a little longer because all of a sudden it's, um, I guess my biggest issues isn't that I saw her turning because I always we thought, all those, thought right, this. She's the Mad like, King, yeah, Targaryens yeah. being mad, all that. We're not shocked. That's exactly. not the issue. It's the fact that it was so underwhelming, the Xerxes death and then Daenerys' death. It's just like, oh, oh okay, I'm going to stab you. What? Like, Agreed. It, it just, there was nothing to it. And then that dragon burning the throne instead of him. Or even him just walking through the fire because he was target. There was a lot of missed opportunities that felt rushed. That was my grand perspective. Yeah, but I watched. Real. I watched. Yeah. It was something that the it was. The dragon grief. That that dragon deserved the Oscar for that episode. By far. It was touching. It Little was. dragon grief. Yeah, we are giving it all away. <laughs> right now. Spoiler <laughs> ahead. You know what? The one part that made me the happiest... Um, Maybe in a weird way, it was akin to like Misha Tate running around after submitting Holly home. When they, when King of the North or Queen of the North, Queen of the North for Sansa, that was that was it for me. If that if it ended there, I would have been fine. I never needed to see Jon Snow go off into the wilderness. I totally agree, but the spinoffs are rife around the corner. There's how many spinoffs are they going to potentially make? Five. I know they've yeah, already started filming one, but... I wish it was West of Westeros, but apparently HBO denied that. Good. I feel like that song should be playing around behind us. Give it away now. Give, give it away, away now. Give, 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 away, give it away now. <laughs> We're little red hot chili peppers action. You got to give it to your spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So definitely, if you came here for the spoilers, you're at the right place. Yeah. As far as Game of Thrones is 
conducting. Uh, we ended up switching on the back monitor there. Um, but either way, Game of Thrones being one of the biggest things that went on over the weekend, not including fight talk. Back to the fights, though. Back to sign bouts that we've had throughout the week. One of the most hype ones that is late breaking here on that be within an hour ago. It was officially signed. Maybe three hours. But the Kraken himself got the call up. He's coming off of his first loss in the UFC to Boulard to come in against Greg Hardy in the heavyweight division. That bout, that bout is officially signed and on the books. I can't think of the exact date right now. It is the 20th of July. So, they're, what, six-week training camp until that fight comes up? Awesome shots. We got going Yay, here. Yay, look at that. Look at that. Looking all professional. It's a little more exciting than just us sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> but the real interesting thing is uh, the Kraken has been coming at Greg Hardy hard all over the Twitterverse, all over the Instagrams, hashtagging fuck Greg Hardy being a part of that movement, which apparently is a pretty big movement. Have you heard about this? No, and... The hate, uh, I just don't, I don't want to be about that life. I don't want to just hate somebody for a mistake they made forever. If they're, I want to think people can reform. If he's still a prick, if he's still out there hitting women or doing whatever, f fuck that guy. Hashtag fuck that guy. But I, I just don't want to get behind that shit in my life unless, you know. Positive vibes, not negative yeah, vibes. I, I totally agree. To. I don't hashtag it out there as well. But at the same time, I'm not buying his merchandise. Like the t-shirt that said Fort Lauderdale. That I was like, oh, I want that shirt. Oh, I don't want his face on my shirt. I'm going to end up going light blue. <laughs> I totally so. agree. And I think done. You just, that that's, that's the, the way. way you do I it. I vote with my dollar. Exactly. I was about to say the same term and I love it. So, other bouts that have been officially confirmed. We have Daniel Cormier coming in against Stipe Miocic. Stipe Music coming in. This is a good one. A rematch. We ended up having a finish for DC, Daniel Cormier moving up in weight classes for that. But now, in the rematch after Brock Lesnar is officially not taking the bout, we got these guys um, coming in to fight each other. And it was really an interesting aspect how Miocic wasn't willing to fight anybody but DC. And DC's like, man, I'll fight anyone. He was definitely waiting for that DC bout, though. And the graphics up on the monitor, this <laughs> is a great one. I haven't specifically seen this. Gotta it's, uh, Woody Harrelson has Miocic and uh, the guy from Family Matters has Cormier, which everyone's seen the Cormier one before, but I thought the Miocic as Woody Harrelson was funny, and I stole it off somebody's uh, Reddit. Awesome. Can we see? Is there a name on there? It's kind of blurred out. <laughs> I think 32 is at the end of it, but... so. I, Winslow. Is that the Winslow guy? Yes. There it is. Or there. he's also on the movie Die Hard. Die Hard. He's a cop on Die Hard. <laughs> but I always thought as a kid that Your was a spinoff. Your favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. I thought it was a spinoff. I was like, oh, he got it his own show really from the be. movie. Right? It could really be. I kind of, in my little creative head of uh, Mandela effects or things I like to do, like my Shazam, sure. I like to pretend he was just Winslow playing yeah. that And he got home and Urkel's there and he's like, exactly. you don't know what I did at work, Urkel. Exactly. Get out of here. here. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't think of his catchphrases, but they're absolutely ridiculous. I know. He sure hung out with Urkel a lot. Oh, hell yeah. He hated him. Urkel. <laughs> I know I'm making that <laughs> 
<laughs> you wanted to scream Step our witness. Yeah, I, I, it's not right. <laughs> Why? He was like, do you know I do that? That's Urkel. <laughs> That's the Urk. <laughs> I don't know Winslow. What he ever... I don't even know what... Even the movie Die Hard, the only catchphrase that I can think of is, uh, come out to the coast, have a couple drinks, have a few laughs. <laughs> like, I can't really think of anything real, like, quotey from Die Hard, especially that Winslow said. Right. Other Twitter <laughs> stuff that's gone on from the other uh, fights that have been announced that we need to talk about other than Woody Harrelson and Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Carl, see, you even got his first name out yeah, there. Yeah, more once, If I would have asked, you would have never been able to think of it. Right. That's how our brains work. Like, dead-on question, but if you come in periphery, from the periphery, it does all right. Another bout that I don't know if we necessarily have the graphic for, but was just recently signed, was Alejandro Pantoja coming in against Divicio Figueredo at 135 pounds, July 27th. That's a heater of a fight. That's a hot fight right there. Those are two both young men that, uh, well, Figueredo's not so young, but that power for him with that gas tank, both of them got good gas That's tank. That's a banger. It That's is. a banger. That's a fun, fun, fun fight that we got coming up. Fight that we saw over the weekend between two fighters in the Bare Knuckle series, Polly Malinaji coming after the GOAT. That wasn't this weekend. No, no, no. They did, though, scrap at the weigh-ins, or what was it, just the conference? Artem Lobov getting bopped in the head by a microphone and then getting spit on by Polly Malinaji. Low move. Like, that's... Ugh, that just doesn't make you look good. That's the number one thing. If you spit on me, I, I'm not somebody who really wants to throw hands. And for... I, I feel pretty comfortable throwing hands. And I don't want to since I got out of my... Maybe my early 20s, late teen years. I don't want to do that. If you spit on me... I don't really care who you are. I, I don't care if you're elderly. I don't care. We might have some issues. I like, totally agree with that. That's assault. It's so gross. I can't think of too many worse things, in my opinion. Totally I, I, agree. I, honestly, pee on me before you spit on me. <laughs> Golden shower me. You could piss right on me, and I'd just be like, ew, I still hate it. But if you spit on me, there is something like, ugh. They both seem gross, but... I might even like if somebody touched me with, like, a doo-doo finger over this <laughs> uh, Nope, I'm going to curl. I'm going to just say, don't do any of it. Don't spit on me. Don't beat me. Like when I Don't try them, it out. One time I had a friend, and another friend um, was like, that sound, Ugh. and was like, you better shut the F up or I'll spit right in your mouth. And we were all drinking and stuff. And one of my friends said, do it. I dare you do it. And opened her mouth. And my other friend went. And it was so hard. And so, and the one friend whose mouth got spit in, she was like, I'm going to be a fucking badass. And I'm going to swallow it. Like, this is her internal dialogue. I'm going to swallow it. And then her body was like, oh, no, you're not. And she was like, Ugh. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, one of the grossest. That's disgusting. But I was like, oh, I would never be a part of either side of that. I would have never invited someone to spit in my mouth, and I would have never spit in somebody's mouth. I'm not like I don't get down. I don't keep cars. I don't spit on people. There's yep. things I don't do. Anyways, that was a lot. Polly, Polly, back to the, the fight. dirtbag move. But the interesting thing with this bare knuckle fighting agreement that they're having via the laws in the state that's coming up, oh, I saw they this. changing the glove 
where it's the bare knuckles exposed only and then glove around the rest of the hand? Did you end up seeing any of those prototype gloves? It almost looked like crotchless panties. That, totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. That's exactly what it would remind you of. It's just like, ugh. You're like, that's so... It looked like a wrist, per, almost like you just... It's just not going to give you free form of your wrist. Like high tops, but for your hands. But it has finger it's like sockets, though. It just leaves the like front part... Yeah. It looks like a skirt for your hand. It I, I saw one nuts. that left a little square, that left a little rectangle just for your knuckles to come out. So it's still hashtag bare knuckle. Correct. Your knuckles are bare. Your knuckles are bare, but everything else is covered yeah, by a glove. Part of the, the, the beauty of bare knuckle, if you're into that sort of thing at all, is it, it weakens the hands a little bit. So the amount you can throw the force you can throw isn't quite the same because you'll break your hands and even break your wrist right if you're given that extra protection on the wrist it changes the game a little bit to me does that make the fingers even that much more susceptible to being broken because the wrists aren't going to have any give so it's just all the pressure right there on these four knuckles i would kind of crazy i would say the pressure is going to be on the knuckles to be broken because they're exposed and then as soon as you start to uh harden the wrist you can throw with all that weight more mm -hmm. that's why people say four ounce gloves is like you can let go of your hands and you'll break them because you're you would never again as you're saying punch like that when you just don't when you're really bare knuckles because you're like i'm gonna break my hands now you have a false sense of security and you break your hand it's gonna Who happen you want to win you know me so bad you right? know me would but it it's be boxing. more exciting than anything though if you could if artem would win would that be so exciting? Would that be better uh, than Connor beating Floyd? It would be the best. Would be a spinning heel hook, and he breaks the knee on the way down. So Paulie can't be like, "Get off me! Get off! It's broken. He can't go anymore." He just doesn't even give a shit. Exactly. He just goes Does, out, wins. Exactly. Fight. Or elbows him into oblivion. I want it to be cheap for Artem Lobov, and I don't say that often, but. After you spit on a man like that and bop him on the head with a mic. Nasty elbow it, like inside, just exactly, slice him open across the forehead. Exactly. But he's, Artem Lobov, just like Conor McGregor, is going into boxing. Polymanonaj, he's an expert. Artem Lobov is a journeyman at best in but any don't discipline. don't you think the only difference is, like, Floyd, he's been active the whole time. Polly's been sitting on the couch. Still, he's been an expert at boxing for his entire career. I think what your head the can rules. do and what your body can do are so different. I think that with the rules in place, which is boxing rules, Pauly Malinaj, he knows how to play that game. boxing rules with bare knuckles? Yeah. It's like yep. the same. So he knows how to play all those tricks that we talk about. He knows how to punch you in the nuts so the ref doesn't see. Artem Lobov's going in there really trying to refine his tactics down, but we've known that boxing-wise he doesn't have a lot of power, and he's been outstruck by MMA fighters, let alone a specialist that was a world champion mm -hmm. at one point in time. Same as Floyd Connor. I know, I think it's so different though, because Floyd had stayed, you know, busy, even his body. Bigger I legacy. Like, well, and Polly just kind of is like a schlubby. Like, he just seems like that guy that was like, my high school was the best in the state. Like, yeah, thanks, dude. You did that literally two decades ago. Literally. That's kind of how I feel about Polly. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, good on them. I'm, I'm going to watch. They finally, they got me. I totally agree. I'm finally going to watch too. I hate to so. say it. I allegedly won't pay for it. I don't know who's a legend that I'm not. I don't know who's a legend it, but I feel like I have to say something like that so Bare Knuckle doesn't sue <laughs> La Labby. <laughs> so, the Bare Knuckle Championship just got another couple watches in there. 
from us because as far as hype it did work it did make me a little more energized to be able like oh okay i'm willing to watch that fight now that there's bad blood in it so hopefully they both get paid in there on to mac himself it's been a little while here but you know he likes to keep in the news not necessarily for the best things and there's been a video specifically going around within the last few days of Mac himself going in there and getting turnt up at the club. If I've ever seen shark guys, if I've ever seen somebody in that fifth dimension and their bodies on this plane, Mac was definitely there. I'm sure you ended up catching some of those videos. Well, I did because I went over to Zolt tonight on Twitter and I saw some of those <laughs> videos and you are so right. He was yacked out of his brain. It was kind of crazy and I, I try to get some shots of what's been going on um, so you guys can all find it he's like dancing at a club and it looks like someone goes to take a picture of him and he does this like teeth grit thing and then he looks like um, that's the sound that looks well, like he, he raises his, his hand like at first like he's gonna punch but then almost like a handicapped person or something like it's almost like a muscle reaction like at first like he's gonna punch and then like <laughs> But like I he bet has you, like an involuntary movement, it looks I like. I bet you he's yacked out of his mind, but he's like, God, that last guy cost me a million. Like, all right. Yeah, something. Like, he just he, looks crazy. Yeah, but he's got those shark eyes. He's got those dark, yeah. like, I'm not here right now. You were dead on. He does. He has those. He's staring past. He definitely is not in that body. Yes, He's exactly. all MK Ultra for the people that do <laughs> love my conspiracies. He's all MK Ultra in there. Um, so you can find that video online. And so while I was looking for it to find images for um, the studio, I found this one. So he's all like wasted in the center uh, with these dudes like hanging out in a bed. Uh, a one to the left that it was like a whole bunch of like just a shroom. Like it looked like he partied it up inside like a hotel or something and then another one where it looks like he's holding a lighter in his hand with a girl like a bunch of different pictures that I'm wondering how many of them are old how many of them are new how many of them are right now happening right and well this is one of those things we've talked about many a times you're a young fighter you have talked yourself up as being one of the most richest expensive guys and then you have a business that turns into a billion dollar profit company so what do you do when you get that much money eventually you dip into the candy and it looks like connor's definitely in that stage of his life right now so as far as fighting i know he keeps talking on twitter and stuff but i feel like it's just him keeping himself relevant if you're really looking past the tweets i agree with that and um it's just allowing him in a weird way to be similar he's kind of like a like a Pootie Pie or something, or a, a Kardashian, where he has a huge Instagram following. If he stopped fighting at all and never, ever fought again and didn't have a whiskey company, he would make millions of dollars a year just by the amount of followers he has on Insta. Posting he's totally, for companies. He's mm -hmm. like Lori Laughlin's daughter. <laughs> Aunt Becky, for those who are into the media. Um, she, that Lori Laughlin's daughter was making millions a year, and she's like, let me go and get my daughter all wrapped up into the this college scandal and pay for her to get into college cheaply and whatever and she lost all her sponsorships from her Instagram following like she actually cost her daughter a career by trying to cheat her daughter was none the wiser that any of this was going on apparently she just thought she got in Harvard because she was so smart 
Yeah, I, well, even that other Felicity Huffman lady, the other famous lady that's involved, the other Martha Stewart that they're trying to right. pin uh, this on, because other people don't do this, only famous people, please. Um, the William H. Macy, which is on a show you like, Shameless, right. uh, he is pretty much not talking to her. He is like, whatever, I'm not involved in it. He didn't show up at any of the court cases. He is like, he is cut her out. So maybe he didn't even know about it. He was all busy at work and his wife's all like scandalous. Did you just mean to do that on purpose? Because I am, Becky, I did that That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh my God, that's just so deep-seated. Dude, MKUltra. MKUltra. I just awful Joey. Yeah, exactly. I just cut her out anyway we just have to move on now from now so maybe Uh, we can but i want to put up this because we collared connor bad so i thought this was kind of connor good and connor mcgregor is building homes for eight homeless families what a terrible guy he does he does share the wealth covering his ass here or is he actually a good dude i think that we've talked about this before with other millionaires maybe it's us on our own personal maybe not on air as much but Eventually, you need to show or you need to get tax breaks and you do that by donating things. So if you can help people you know as well as donate and get tax breaks for it, it works out for everyone essentially. And I feel like a lot of these people with this type of money know that. And it makes it, it's a win-win for him. He gets put good PR. It's so true. Just like this. You can start your own charity and it, you're the good all, guy. Everybody and does. You're just writing it off. Everybody's like, yep, 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 yep. Oh, 300000 for my charity. Look at how much tax write-off I get because my name was behind it. So it's everybody wins when you end up doing some of that type of situations. But to get off of the brainwashing a little bit, maybe something to clear your mind. You have UFC signing a multi-year deal, multi-million dollar deal with Aurora Cannabis to specifically supply its fighters with CBD oils in rejuvenation. I don't know if we have a slide for that necessarily. Did you end up catching that news recently? No, but just as good. Let's put up a picture of Rose with long hair. Ooh. She had to cut it off because UFC was going to get a drug testing policy. And you know them roots? You know. You know them roots. You know she was hitting that dab pin. (laughs) (laughs) No. I actually only put this up because I was just talking to somebody recently. And I wish it came up bigger. It's weak. Um... I was just talking to somebody recently that they're like, I saw a picture of Rose Nama Yunus with long hair. I forgot what she looked like. Holy shit. And I'm like, I didn't. I, I remembered yeah. that. That's the girl. That's the girl I still see, even with her short hair. Totally but I just agree. thought it was kind of funny. It is. It's, uh, but That's it's a cool good one. with the Aurora CBD. It's just we're, we're making progress forward that I, I always was like, oh, when am, when am I going to get to Amsterdam? Yeah, I don't need to anymore. It's coming to you. I'm good. I'm it's good. coming to you. I'm in um, America damned. <laughs> so, with that, the Performance Institute's going to specifically look into CBD in the rejuvenation. So, it's very Performance Institute based, which I feel like the Performance Institute that is headed by the UFC is kind of the highest level of sports that people are getting or care that they're getting. Like, every fighter that goes to the Institute is like, I'm doing things that have changed my life. I didn't know I was sensitive to this, this, and this. They did my blood, urine, sweat, tears, all of the tests. And everyone's like, I shit CO2 now and fucking (laughs) eat nothing but raw burgers. But that's their body type. Yeah, I think that's probably so true. If we all could get tested on not just our body type, where our people are from, what our people ate. You know, like they're doing all this blood test and stuff now of like check your DNA or 23andMe, but... 
all of us are from different places. That's why some people like vodka hits them off or some people drink tequila and they turn into assholes or some people cannot have beer. I think because our people distill different boozes for thousands of years. Heritage is what you mean by people. Yeah. Yeah. Your ancestors. Yeah, ancestors, your people, where they're, wherever you're from, wherever, and not like, oh, I'm from Kentucky. Like, no, where your people are from. Like, are they Scottish? Are they Irish? I specifically do. Are they Mexican? I grew up. Are they Incan? Are they Spaniard? Were they conquered? Because, you know. I feel like I know this for a fact. Could be definitely bro science, but I grew up with a little lactose intolerance, and I found out that Latinos tend to be more lactose intolerant because growing up on the... This hemisphere didn't have access to cows and dairy, so never grew up with it. It was more rice beans diet, so that's a lot of reason that a lot of Latinos have lactose or lactate issues. And if you think after eating a big old greasy pizza, you feel bad and you got Latino heritage, I'm helping you out here. A little free yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah, well, it's even, it's harder, I feel like, if you're of, uh, even the name Caucasian is such a stupid name, but if you're of Caucasian ascent descent in america it's harder to say these things but there's certain cultures because the white man bought their devil beer over and their devil booze and there's certain cultures in the united states like the native population that it effed them up a little differently and that's because you know they didn't have that same kind of stuff and but i also think um maybe uh the natives knew something about the wacky tobacco true that, that peyote that peace pipe baby that old pale people didn't know they didn't know about that. But that's also probably why they lived in peaceful civilizations. <laughs> they, they also they also had mushrooms, just throwing that yeah, out there, they 100%. Were, they were all living like Denver with legal <laughs> mushrooms. And yeah, like, in the woods. Yeah. yeah. It was a living off the land. Very, so, very true. Um, Great point. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, you guys, there's no fights. We're a little off topic sometimes. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up, though, was back to fights. JoJo Calderwood, and I wanted to know how you feel about it. She says that if she wins her next fight, um, she wants the title. Like, she wants to fight uh, on Andrade if she beats Chukagian. How, what fight winning streak? Is she not Andrade. Two? She's not 115. She's 125. She wants yep. uh, Shevchenko. Shevchenko. Sorry. <sighs> So she has a fight with Chukagian right now. I'd say they are the top of the division at 125 as far as contenders after she meets Jessica I. Yeah, well, I, I shouldn't even say. I don't even know if Calderwood necessarily said that she wanted uh, Shevchenko. She said she wanted the, the winner bell. of I, Shevchenko. Which is Shevchenko. Everybody yeah. knows that. Everybody knows that. It's, Get out of here. I kind of have a little crush on JoJo. I think she's my favorite girl. Like, if I got my ops to date whatever girl in the UFC, I think JoJo's my girl. Interesting. If I wasn't married and was a single young lass. Yeah, I think JoJo's my girl. I like her voice. I like her personality. It's a weird one. Well, JoJo, if you're listening. I'm married. I'm a married lady. I'm just saying it should add kudos to JoJo. Just saying. But What do I, you think? Who's your lady? If you ooh, if I had to narrow it down you're so going with many. that Hawaiian chick. No, Ostovich, not necessarily, because after all of those allegations and all that, and all them booty shots, I'm like, you can't tame a wild horse. <laughs> I thought you were like, after all those allegations and stuff, I already know she's going to tell if I hit her. No, 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 <laughs> I'm just no. kidding. Never, 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 never. Never, never. I'm just kidding. I'm but just kidding. it definitely, it's one of those where it's like, you got to be worrying. Because you know every town she's in, she's on a yacht out in Fort Lauderdale taking so booty doing, shots. Exactly. Saudi princes and shit. Exactly, exactly. So it wouldn't be Ostovich, uh, a classic. Cyborg, Chris. 
Ooh. You know, she'll be breaking you know. watermelons. <laughs> she can't break watermelons. <laughs> she tried. She tried. She got one. She got just as many. I saw a dude try to do it too. Yeah. She got oh, it's not easy. It's oh, not easy. Olenek, or um, who did we see outside the event first? Olenek. Was it Olenek? Alexi. Alexi Olenek. He, um, I saw his. Did you see watch his watermelon? I did not break? catch his. This is kind of funny. And I would say he had just. He had to drop one watermelon and put both arms around the last one. <laughs> that grip. But with uh, my top, I had it on the tip of my tongue. It was, I want to say, either Misha Tate, Gina Carano. But they're both retired. It'd have to be an active fighter, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dang. Because yeah. okay. Misha Tate, not even fair. We <laughs> Misha Tate every time, anytime ladies are talking about. Gina Carano's coming out with a movie. Did you end up catching any of those previews going around? Well, you know I, I like her in um, Deadpool. She was great in Deadpool. So I'm kind of buying myself a little bit of time. I am a fan of the personality of the karate hottie. I think Michelle Watterson's cute, too. She didn't yep. have a top three. Yep. It's For me, it's not the typical ones that everyone gets down on with their looks. It's like I literally like JoJo's personality. And if I shut my eyes, it's such a cute voice. It's like the cutest voice. Maybe oh, on she's the sweet. She's a sweetheart. She used to bake cakes for people but before the fight. I even think that like very quiet accent like that is so cute. Like it's just like this cute <laughs> little accent. I just love it. So. I feel like you. I'd fall asleep. But I like. I'm to her. Yeah, I like uh, Michelle Watterson too. She seems like she um, is a good time I and mean, a good mom, which makes her respectable. Exactly. Yeah. Like Works she, hard. Great work ethic. Yeah, you ain't got to worry about her. Messing around, she's taking funny. any shots. You've watched her on like the Fox stuff. Be like fresh, like she can come off the top of her yeah, head. Yeah, she's quick. Yeah, she's a good one. I like that. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> On to other topics in the MMA community. Anthony Pettis coming in against George Masvidal, Jorge Masvidal. When is that officially? Is that well? The... That's not a real fight. That... Is that still speculated? No, no, no. It's not even happening in the UFC at all. The Jorge Masvidal birth, Anthony Pettis, is completely a submission-only tournament. That's right. It's been Askren versus Masvidal right now. Yes, yes. You're right, you're right, you're right. I ended up seeing a bit of a slide there, and I'm uh, definitely off Looking cue. ahead. I got to turn it almost. You I, do, I, as I'm cheating. It. It's ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, it's that is just the submission-only tournament, and I was even going to ask you about it because I didn't know very much about what was going on. Is it at SUG? Um, it's definitely not a sug tournament. It has like some weird lady name that I never heard of before. Um, Supreme Patty's first fight ever. Well, it sounds like the first fight ever. So I don't know who Supreme Patty is. Interesting. Featuring Supreme Patty, first fight ever. Supreme, I know, is this really hot brand that right. is like next level. It's like, I would say urban, yep. the hottest, most expensive. It's like... Uh, Louis Vuitton for American Urban, but I'm sure if people are into fashion, they know it. But so something with Supreme, I don't know if she's a real person, but then Jorge Masvidal, Anthony Pettis, and I think it is just submission only. And I think I've seen Supreme, and oh, I think it's a jujitsu super fight. I thought it was a guy that was Instagram famous, Supreme. That's what it looks like to me with the character. It's a guy who wears that Supreme type of hat, and he does ridiculous stuff. He has like really, he had wide neck. He was rolling with Rideneck out of Florida for a little bit. Definitely not the Supreme, the brand. Okay. But no, no, people no, I agree. wear the band Supreme. Oh, I it's agree. Like just out of New York. Oh, but I think that's his moniker character online, oh. his Instagram. I think it might be like Supreme something. 
Yeah, so, like maybe Supreme Patty is, it, is, is a dude. Okay, yes, that's what I think. I think it's a lady. I think it's a dude. Interesting. It has lady glasses and lady lips. But we, it's 2019. That's true. It's that's two, true. Now the 19. Also, he has bad acne just too. Just a little Irish thing. A lot of the times, P A T T Y is feminine, P A D D Y is masculine. Interesting. Yeah. So who I knows? can see that. Who knows? But um, I just thought this was really weird that they're going to do this jujitsu super fight. Um, and it's not masculine, feminine, FYI. If there was an Irish class in high school and they were like L and Lay, you know, <laughs> right. it's not like right. that. It's not like that. So don't get at me, uh, linguistics, linguistic people. But um, I think this is a weird fight since they're both in the same division and are essentially one fight away from each other. The fact that it's a grappling match on itself does change the dynamic. No, there's no strikes and. On the ground, a little more experienced guy or who's proven it has been Anthony Pettis. But we've seen Jorge Masvidal really step up his wrestling game and use more of that counter-wrestling. He doesn't necessarily go for submissions like Pettis does with triangles and armbars. But Jorge Masvidal is a beast on the ground and somebody who can stifle the best ground games I've seen with Damian Maya. So if Damian Maya can submit you, it's pretty hard for a lot of other people to do that as well. Just when you think about that briefly. On to Max. This is just what I wanted to throw up here because I didn't know anything about it, but apparently he has this YouTube series, like a vlog, a video vlog. That's I'm called All Maxess. And I'm a huge Max Holloway fan, so I was so stoked to kind of come across it. So I figured anyone else could look it up too. And if they love Max Holloway like I do, then you can follow along with notice in this picture not Reeboks homeboy never has Reeboks on New Balance Nike everything you see never Reeboks I just I'm sure he has to wear Reeboks like two days out of the year when he fights so he's like all right well you guys are only paying me 80 grand for that where these dudes every one of those close sponsors he's got yeah Mac Max always looks so thick out of oh totally agree it's kind of crazy like he's such a large guy 5'10 145 pounds it's almost like you wonder how he'd be if he built a little more muscle mass on him like just hopping up and fighting a guy like uh not pettis who did he i always get him fucking confused poirier Uh, hopping up and fighting it would have been so much smarter like i think max could have made a real run in that division just start small homie i totally agree get a couple fights under you but Super fights is the new in thing, so that was definitely one of those multi-category type of fights. But if you're into champ shit only, you've been seeing that the bout between Tony Ferguson versus oh, who's his Cowboy. opponent? Cowboy Cerrone. Unbelievable. T Ferg throwing up all sorts of fun footage. Have you been catching any of it on Instagram? No, and I haven't or Twitter? seen anything. Just like some, a couple of pictures here and there. Oh, that's what Yay. I've seen. I was like, I think I just have that in, too. Perfect. Unbelievable. It's coming. Uh, it's just Two, three, been eight. Champ Life. June 8th. That's what? how many days away from us right now? Like two weeks? Three that weeks? Is, you know the fight card that we get mocked for forgetting about between Anthony Smith and... The reason we can't remember it is that 238 is not just Ferguson Cerrone. Jessica I versus Shevchenko. Yep. And uh, Cejudo versus Marais. It's... <sighs> Like, I'm sorry, I can't remember a Gus fight. Gus versus Anthony Smith. <laughs> that's shitty, I know, you guys. We'll be on it once we again. We will, but that's... We'll be studied yeah. up and on it. Oh, just, for sure. This, Tony coming back... Against, against what Cerrone's doing? Woo! And I kind of think it's cool, too, for Cowboy, for him to know that Tony Ferguson 
thinks he's on the level of being champ shit only. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> you know? agree. Like he was like Poirier, not champ shit. Sorry, Poirier is great, not champ shit. And uh, Max, that ain't up to my level. Sorry, you guys, I got offered two things. I'm not gonna take them. I'm sorry. It's just not up to our level of what we expect. Cowboy. That's up to our level. That's a gr- amazing fight. It's almost like they're the same. Oh, there's so many intangibles. I can't wait to eventually break out What do you think right now? Arms. What's your... Tony, of course. Got to go, Tony. But Cerrone's what, been Tony looking so good. Oh, that's the hard I thing. I know. It's like things that he's hot at. So is... I think, it could be, I think it could be Tony's submission, but I think the body work plays a big role for Tony. I think body shots play a big role for Tony in that fight. Because if we see it, other people have seen it, and Tony implements a good body attack to his game plan. So there's we've seen that vulnerability in those type of fights. But Marias, freaking Shevchenko, Sehudo, that pay-per-view is stacked. And you, you know how we've been. I might have to get a on real that. one. Not that I don't every time, allegedly. Allegedly. But this time it might be a real one. End up getting that real stream. That $65 I know, and this stream. is where I'm at with Marais Cejudo. I don't want Cejudo to win, but I think he's going to win. And I'm changing now from my once. This is my new betting life where I'm going to grow from this fight forward. Is it's, it's not about what I want anymore. 100% the truth. It's about what the bank can't. Bank account wants. Yeah. And what it wants is money. Something about the last fight. What did I do? What did I do? It was the, what was the main event of the very last card? It was Lee Kevin versus Lee. Dos Anjos. That, it wasn't about what I wanted. It wasn't about Kevin Lee. It's about those. It, like, it's. So this is kind of a similar fight to me. Like, yeah, I'm rice. Fun. Flash in the pan. I don't know if I would have had to beat TJ. Cejudo. He's on fire right now. And the fact that it's like part of his story and his legacy is his loss to DJ, that makes a guy very scary to me when they put in their loss as part of their legacy. It's definitely a lifelong competitor who's somebody you cannot take lightly at all whatsoever. And I don't think Marais is as well. Is as well. a virgin? No, but it's not far off. <laughs> not far off. <laughs> that was a weird comment. Like a weird one. But I know, but I just think like, huh, he just seems like that kind of guy. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. But I could definitely see himself saving himself for his wedding night. He's that type of person. But Do you I can't even imagine anyone hitting on him. I know that <laughs> I know that wrestler turned him down. When there was that, all yeah, that going and, around. And, and she his was like, game was so uncomfortable. Definitely not the best way when you go through Twitter. Like, you keep that on the DMs, homie. You don't tell Ariel Hawani. You don't go on the <laughs> news about that. You're like, no, no, no. You hit that DMs on the slow. And just don't send any dick pics. I know. Shocker. Girls don't want to see it. Just don't send them. <laughs> just don't send them. Oh, I keep put this up because you were telling me about baby faces. I don't know if this is what you were talking this about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. And this is the greatest. The Instagram app people have now been putting on their TVs. I've seen Shaq eating hot wings as a baby. I've seen Habib Normand Gomedov, Daniel Cormier. And 
by far, Ben Askren himself said it. He's definitely the cutest baby out of all the ones I've seen. Have you seen JBJ and Mata Leon as well? No. But Diaz? I, yeah, I saw your... Um, I've seen uh, the Diaz, but it was uh, Joey Coco Diaz. Did oh, you see he, that? when he was explaining how to be a fucking savage. When he, a fucking savage. When he's... Yeah, when he's in the ring doing <laughs> the Diaz brothers. Yeah, I thought that was freaking so funny. And the guy who does that, what's his name? I wish I could give him a shout out right now because he does like fakery, but he does stuff with like Brennan Schaub and Joe Rogan as the little rascals. He does shit. Oh, with right, right, right. Which have you seen? The, the fakening or something. Well, the deep fakery is what's going on with Joe Rogan and the AI of him talking about. That is crazy. That's creepy. It to our audience. So Joe Rogan has recently been released some footage from a... Uh, Computer engineering, I don't remember the ex exactly, but they definitely work in AI and they programmed hours of Joe Rogan's footage into this AI machine where it now talks like Joe Rogan and they allowed it to just talk for X amount of time and it goes through an entire conversation of well, what Joe Rogan would do and it sounds like a tangible episode of like Joe Rogan. Like if you're Rogan. a real listener of Joe Rogan, yep. not just a person that off the street that they were like, I don't know much about Joe Rogan. Sure, it's him. No, if you're a real listener, they could make a fake episode and fool you. To me, what was really interesting was that this AI was even, was aware of itself being a Joe Rogan likeness and even compared itself to that by saying, uh, Peter Piper picked a pepper and all those tongue twisters and self-aware AI with restrictions regardless Joe talks about it all the time. Something you got to get into. It is scary. I can't think of the company off the top of my head, but it's something that's pop culture, MMA mixing into all this other hyper world stuff do we're going think, through. Do you think it leads me to my next question? How long do you think that we've already been listening to the fake? <laughs> The AI, Joe it's not been Joe Rogan. It hasn't been Joe ever. It's been like, you know how they have the Tupac hologram? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan was replaced. Is this the Beatles? Like Paul McCarthy. Joe Rogan died with Brian Callen in a car accident on the way to UFC. It is kind of like the biggest UFC. Like, yeah, Joe Rogan's been dead for a really long so time. So is Brian Callen, apparently. If you look at any YouTube posts for the last, like... Five years, it's just everybody. R.I.P. Callan died of a heart <laughs> died. R.I.P. Brian Callan. Of old age. <laughs> yeah, it's so Did funny. you see the Brian Callan, Chris D'Elia, uh, little rendition of their faces talking about their podcast? And every time they show Callan, it's like with an extra balding or like extra old. All the fans are in on it and it's hilarious. Well, it's also Chris D'Elia if you're into a bunch of podcasts besides ours or if you're not. You know what? You don't need to go check out any podcast, but I'll just tell you the story. You can just stay with us. <laughs> no. um, Chris D'Elia always uh, like Brian Callen's like, hey, and if you happen to be in Palm Beach this week, I'm going to be there for my show so you can check me out at the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Blah Works at this time and this time. And Chris D'Elia will say, if you're a real fan of mine, you will never go see this guy's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. On his show, That's on Fighter awesome. and the Kid. He'll like, because he fills in for Brennan Shaw when Brennan's That's on tour. And funny. then Theo fills in for sure. Brian when Brian's gone. So it's kind of, speaking of, and I can't believe I don't have something for it. I almost wish I should find something, but I feel like their dad being up, Brennan Shaw's dad being up is enough. Have you watched his comedy special yet? No, I just can't. Nope, haven't. I I already have mixed feelings about it, so the bit of shabness that I get, I feel like is more than enough. And 
I vote with my clicks as well, and I don't know why. I'm just not a shop fan. I have to say, if you are a fan of UFC and fighting at all, then it might be a, on a scale of 1 to 10 as far as comedy goes. Far reaches, it might be a 6 or a 7. Oh, wow. That's far not Far reaches. Sure. If you know about MMA and fighting. Got no deep. And let me also say, if you know about MMA fighting and the podcast world, which is Joe Rogan. As long as you know about the Joe Rogan podcast and UFC, then his comedy might be a pure seven or an eight because he talks about Joey Diaz. He talks about Joe Rogan. He talks about Brian Callen. He talks about Eddie Bravo. He talks about UFC fights. He I, talks about Big Nog. He talk, like fighters. He I talks can about, tell you his stories is why I'm not watching. So much of his comedy is those same stories, and that could also be a reason that I didn't find it that funny because i heard all this everything that's what i think there was a couple of things in it that were that made me laugh out loud the number one thing that i noticed on it and i'm interested i'm curious about our fans when they watch it i want to know what they think. let us know you know we always hear about girls with mommy issues like or daddy issues or whatever (laughs) i have never seen it so blatantly clear as a dude with daddy issues where he really says it in his comedy act like well i'm sorry i've been living my dad's dream since i was 10 like over and over and over where he beats the dead horse so much where it's so uncomfortable like wow um yeah like everything even down to being his dad not just had a dream of him playing football but had a dream of him being the heavyweight champion of the world and the only reason he ever got into ufc was to try to make his dad proud yeah his dad took him to taekwondo which is one of the funny things he talked about and he said his girlfriend was getting picked on on the playground so he's like so i went up to the guy and i was like yeah yeah yeah." and i totally got my ass kicked Um, but just kind of funny but it's just like whoa it's in my opinion it felt i got touched a little bit more than I laughed. Interesting. And it was more like a one act than a comedy special. But then I also have to say, maybe comedy specials are changing a little bit because of the podcast and because of them being direct audience, right. where they get to fill their auditorium with their exact audience that they can have this more personal feel to it. So I it's, think you should watch it. It sounds like B Shop needs to go on After Dark with Dr. Drew because that would be a hell of a breakdown. That would be a great breakdown. That is a great thing to say um, for our your mom's house fans. Uh, if you don't have the After Dark with Dr. Drew, which is like a third which it used of the, to be essentially Adam Carolla. Well, and no, Dr. he still has that show. Oh, he still has that he late has a night couple other of ones? still other oh, shows. I watched that After this, Dark. The After Dark is That's on the, your mom's house, so it's kind of funny to harass him a little. But I think that is brilliant. I think Brendan Schaub, we should tweet it out or somebody else should. If you guys tweet it out, we will repost it. Definitely. But if there's an off topic a little bit, we are talking about a bit of podcast. This is one that just ended up wrapping up. I've been following it. And, you know, people always like suggestions. This is one that I was blown away that I think everybody should watch. We all know the TV show Cops. We all grew up with Cops. I like to work out as much as you. I like to get my Gatorade, put on my sweatband, sit on the couch and get me a good couple hours in. And now with this new live PD, um, I always remember thinking, well, not necessarily thinking, but always being like, wow, all these people must sign releases or because they're criminals, they don't have rights so you can just show their face. And this goes into the history and background. It's called Running From Cops. It's called Headlong. It's a series, season three. Running From Cops goes into it, six-part series, just goes into the background. They go interview people that have been on it in just specific counties and laws and how 
maybe what you think is going on isn't really going on. And surprise, surprise, TV's lying to you. TV's lying what to you. What a surprise. I've actually watched a documentary, not that at all, on cops and the making of cops. And I've heard the guys that made it way back when on, I think they were on Howard. I'm imagining because if it was an interview format. Um, but, yeah, it's a very scandalous, sketchy show. And... Um, that seems interesting. I really recommend it. It's only they're only like thirty minute pieces. Again, running from cops. You're gonna enjoy it. That's definitely a Mine, good listen. Which is one. not at all new at all. I listened to it and then I fell off for a few years, and now I'm totally back on it. Um, part of the production quality made me fall off a little bit with their recordings, but the sword and the scale is so great, and they have totally tightened it up. They've Interesting. It up. Really, I didn't think you would be into sword and scale. I've been ah. Uh, well, Since I don't love them. Week one they or two. did yeah, I thought they're um a lot of shows I checked out years ago and their yep. production quality was just kind of garbage and I've been listening to them for the past few months again and I just think they've stepped up their game a little oh, bit. Yeah. I don't need to go into I don't know. If it's not clean recording of the audio, then it's just too hard. If they, I have to turn it up and down while I'm listening, it's just too much to get. They through. got but picked I really up. dig it. They got picked up. I dig it. They got a lot of big subscriptions over there at Sword and Scale, and they're actually coming out with a series as well. They're going to turn yep. it into a v- TV show, but definitely longtime fan of Sword and Scale. I'm a constant, constant listener of that. Other fight news getting back into the MMA verse, MMA news. Another big bout, July 6th over the holiday weekend. I just, we got a we got a monster summer coming up. Yeah, we really do. And over this holiday season, you, we used to do International Fight Week in July-ish. This one's going to be out of Vegas as well, is it not? Uh, yes. So usually they do a tough season finale, like on a Thursday, Friday, and then they do the Saturday pay-per-view. Have you seen any cards or anything? I ha- I've only seen this pay-per-view. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that. I haven't seen Friday at all. But maybe ESPN, after what we went to, we just have to give a shout-out to anyone who used to go to UFC events and then they tried it and said they were bullshit and stopped going. It was awesome. It was it way was better. Awesome. The ESPN, the way what, way they've taken over. So, I mean, I know this is a pay-per-view, but the first few fights should be on ESPN. So, I think the fan experience was awesome. So, if they have an international fight week at all, I imagine it to be a lot of the same. It will be the international fight week for this. But it's going to be headlined by Jones, Santos versus Nunez, Holmes, Oh, what a good Do you think both people fights. leave with their belts? Yes. I think so, too. I think so, too. But both Santos and Holly can knock out their... I've been soaking both of the others. UFC. Yeah. <laughs> Santos, dangerous, I think, for like 120 seconds. And Holly, dangerous the entire fight and could actually out cardio, Amanda, especially in a five-round fight. Um if Shevchenko had the closest time to ever beating Amanda, I think Holly could actually, she's almost like Shevchenko with more height, more power, more experience. Uh, not really more experience, you know, but um, in UFC, I guess. But I, if anyone could take Amanda's friggin' belt, it's Holly home. I even, I, I mean, how did Holly do against Cyborg overall? She didn't get finished. Decision. Decision yeah, fight. That's decision. where I, I don't. Ugh, that's but a closer it was at fight. 145, yeah. It's a closer fight between Jones and... Or it's a closer fight for Holly Holmes and Nunes against other than Jones, Santos. I think that one's more one-sided. I think so, too. I think so, too. So, yeah. I guess that's it. I don't really have anything else to bring to this. I hope you guys enjoyed this, even though we're not breaking down fights. Are we breaking down fights Wednesday? No. We don't have fights this weekend. No, no, no. Oh, this... Wednesday. No, it'll be our Sunday, Monday fight card. No. 
We have two weeks in a row without fights. So Not Sunday, three. we are just going to be hanging out again. Oh, we got more than enough to talk about. You be sure about that. And there'll be stuff. And then Wednesday, we'll be breaking down fights. No. For Anthony Smith. You Wait, you might be right on that. But no. No, I think the we six. have two weekends in a row. Ah! Two weekends in a row, and this is the first of two, and then we get Gustafson. Well, I hope we, I'm, we're going to work at it, and any, we're going to do better at, like, pulling events for these next two weeks, since we both know it right now, so we can have the pictures up, so our audio, loyal audience, which is, like, a hundred times bigger than our YouTube Thank audience, you. hands Love down, you. We do um, doesn't have to deal with the bullshit of us fidgeting with our YouTube audience, which really is, like, pennies. Our YouTube audience, it's a, it's a damn shame we do anything for our YouTube audience. Interesting. Hopefully it grows. Hopefully it all works Hopefully out. This works. We're planting the seeds. Planting the seeds yes. as we go along. So thank you guys for listening. Let me.